This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Massive news hits the Premier League as Jurgen Klopp is set to exit Liverpool come the end of this season. Meanwhile, rumours are flying about about Arsenal's future and their manager whilst there could be an exit in the coming days. This is the Arsenal Transfer Show. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Transfer Show. I'm hoping that you can hear me loud and clear and that there are no audio issues. But uh, yesterday was quite the start to the show, quite the start to the day, which completely derailed my entire morning, um, to be honest. So yeah, apologies again. I say our apologies, but to be honest, from the sounds of things, you guys and girls enjoyed that more than you would a usual intro with the audio being completely fine. So if anything... Take it as a win, I would. Uh, if you want to go and see some fantastic artwork that was done yesterday, I'd recommend going over to my Twitter feed um, because uh, there was some excellent work, uh, work done by uh, Robert, one of our listeners, uh, off the back of that, which you should jef- definitely go and check out at the Talk TV. If you want to go and see that, just scroll down the feed. You will see it. Also, if you missed any of the, the chipmunk-esque videos of yesterday, there is also a video showing you what you missed out on as well. So go and check that out. Uh, but good morning to those joining us live. Thank you to those joining us in the chat box, as always. Um, I really appreciate it, and uh, you are appreciated. So please, if you haven't done so already, do drop a like on the video. Uh, it takes you just a second. Um, and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on, so you'll never miss a show. Good morning to those that are indeed joining us live. Damien, Blackshine, Glenn, Matt G, uh, Temi, Rich, Kaiser, Martin, Stevie, Louie. Uh, we've got Graham. We've got Maximius, Boss, Christian, uh, Arasilki, Martin, uh, and plenty more of you guys and girls as well. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. It is appreciated. And I think with that, we should get on straight with today's stories. Um, today, we're going to be talking about a number of topics, of course, you can see on your screen. But we start uh, with the youth team, um, who sadly lost in yesterday's PL2 game against Wolves. There was, however, a goal for Ethan Nuaneri as he continues uh, to try and uh, impress the senior team. So perhaps one day 
he'll get another chance of playing some uh, really interesting senior level football. He, of course, will be turning 17 in March. That's when he'll sign officially that pro contract. And then he'll actually be able to go on loan. So I've had a few people say, why aren't we sending some of the kids like Miles Lewis Kelly and Ethan Ranieri on loan? The reason for that is they actually can't until they've signed that pro contract and they can't do that until they're 17. So it's worth always bearing that one in mind. But uh, hopefully Mehmet Ali's son can turn things around in their next game. Uh, moving into transfers, there's not too much in the way of individual stories and more some bigger stories to discuss at length. But one of the stories that we do need to talk about transfer-wise is Galatasaray, who are considering a move for Cedric as a Sasha Bowie replacement. The French Youth International joined Bayern Munich um, yesterday, and there is a number of players that Galatasaray are looking at. Uh, I'm aware that Cedric is, is one of those, but uh, they do have other players on their list of targets that they are considering. But it doesn't mean that Cedric won't be that player. Uh, but there are a number of players uh, supposedly on that list. So we'll have to wait and see who they end up going for. I guess Arsenal will be hoping that it's Cedric. And if there's any money associated with that deal, it is only going to be a very, very small amount of money indeed. Now, Jurgen Klopp dominated the headlines yesterday and he announced that he is set to leave Liverpool at the end of the season. The reason that he cited was because he simply is running out of energy. It's an interesting uh, thing, I think, to talk about, a very honest admission from the German coach. And it'll be intriguing to see if how his career changes after leaving Liverpool. He's committed never to managing another club in England, besides Liverpool, of course, which doesn't surprise me. We're also seeing that um, some of the executive, like Schmachter, is also leaving the club as well. And all of his backroom staff are also moving on. This is a decision that was made, I think, some time ago. And they are also looking uh, at trying to replace uh, in the long term. For me, if I was a betting man, I'd probably bet on Xabi Alonso being that guy. Of course, those Liverpool links. And he's impressed a lot by Leverkusen, having already, um, at this point, challenged Bayern Munich and will be looking to try and win the title in the Bundesliga this season as well and has done some amazing things on a coaching level. I think that would probably make the most sense uh, actually to go for a, a longer term project and I would be betting on Xabi Alonso moving there. It seems like the timing is, is potentially perfect for that if Bayer Leverkusen of course allow him to leave and if he wants to move, which is also uh, something to be considered. Steven Gerrard's only just signed a new deal at Al Etihad. Um, oh, sorry, El Etifak, uh, I believe it is, that Gerrard's at. And so I'd be very surprised if they went for Gerrard. I don't think he's necessarily proven to be of the standards. Uh, other options, of course, are out there. Uh, I imagine we'll probably hear something before the end of the season as to who is going to be replacing Jurgen Klopp. But this is an interesting dynamic from an Arsenal perspective. Liverpool will have the most motivation that they have ever had in a season, potentially, to try and send out Jurgen Klopp on a high. Um, and the expectation will be that they will be, of course, building up momentum going through until the end of the season. It creates a rather interesting dynamic of when Jurgen Klopp visits the Emirates um, over the course of next weekend. Um, not this one, but next weekend. Arsenal have a game against Nottingham Forest before that. Liverpool, of course, played Chelsea in midweek as well. It's worth pointing out. So it's going to be a very intriguing deal indeed, a deal, or rather matchup indeed, when, when Klopp does visit the Emirates on uh, the weekend next week. So I think in the long term, obviously, you've got to be happy about this. Um, you have got to appreciate the work that he's done, how he's really revived Liverpool as a football club and taken them back to not just competing, but of course, winning Champions Leagues and Premier Leagues and of course, other cups as well. So... 
He's done an amazing job there. Some would argue he should have done more, but to be honest, I think people often forget the context of the league and, and the juggernaut that is Manchester City and, of course, the European opponent that is Real Madrid that they go up against. And you have to appreciate him for the things that he's won during his time on Merseyside. So we'll only be able to know what the impact of this is when we see the fallout from it in the next couple of games. And they've got some tough games, as I say. Chelsea first, who are on a decent run of form. And then, of course, we've got Arsenal against Liverpool next weekend at the Emirates. Exciting stuff. Now, yesterday, whilst there was news of Jurgen Klopp's uh, eventual exit, uh, there was also suggestions about Mikel Arteta's new deal. You probably saw that Jeff Arsenal tweeted about the fact that there could have been an expectation that a new deal is already done and it'll be announced soon. Just like to give my perspective on this. Whenever I've spoken around people close to the club about this, it's always been that things are very calm right now on Mikel Arteta's contract, that there is no panic about the situation and that talks will undergo as soon as they feel there is ready. There is no rush, is what it's keen, from any of the parties. Mikel Arteta, Arsenal, there's not necessarily been a rush to do anything. Um, his contract runs out at the end of next season. Um, and for me, it is obviously the right choice to continue forwards with Mikel Arteta. The problem with football is that it's so binary. You stay or you go. That is where football lies with managers. You either carry on or you leave. And I think sometimes people misconstrue new contracts with being rewarded sometimes. But obviously, the alternative to new contracts is getting rid of that person. Um, and I often feel like a contract extension isn't necessarily always a reward. It's just putting faith in that coach that you feel that you are on the right path. And I certainly think that Arsenal are on that right pathway. We're going towards the goals that we want to achieve. And all we've done under Arteta is move back into the direction um, that we've hoped this club would be. Four years ago, if you'd have said Arsenal would be competing for a title in a few years, I would have said you were mad. Uh, and yet we find ourselves here. And I think people take that for granted a lot. And uh, if it was up to me, of course, and I had the decision to renew him or move on from him, uh, it would, of course, be to renew him right now. And I think that there is... I've tried to extend invitations to uh, have the debate about whether or not that is the right choice, but very rarely do you ever get that situation arise where you can have a, a, a debate with a decent bloke. But ultimately... Um, you know, I don't think we've ever told, uh, ever ever had the opportunity to to speak with anyone that's convinced me otherwise or put forth the argument that we shouldn't be continuing with Mikel Arteta. There is no evidence for me that suggests that I, I should lean more one way than the other. And so if that was the decision to be made, that Arteta's contract being up for renewal, I think it would indeed be the right choice to move forwards. Um, but we'll see if that turns out to be the case. And I assume a decision will come probably before the end of this season. We did renew his contract before the end of the previous season that he had a year left on the on the following campaign. So certainly one to watch out for before the season comes to an end. All right, let's go to part two and your questions right after this. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. 
At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, uh, let's move to part two and your questions. And uh, let's hope that we've got some interesting topics to talk about. I think that we might. That said, there will be a slightly shorter second part to this show than usual. Um, I have got a very busy morning ahead of me. So just a heads up on that one. There won't be. I'd love to have done a phone in show and reaction to that stuff, but uh, we may have to wait till next week to do that. Um, Maximir says, this is a negative move, Tom. Uh, we should have waited until the end of the season uh, to decide whether or not we're on the right path. Frankly, we're at a crossroads right now. Uh, I don't think we're at a crossroads. I still think we're certainly... I don't think you could argue that the crossroads is where we're at. I think you look at where Arsenal are as a club. Are Arsenal in a, in a situation where they are likely to be moving ahead towards a title? And I think the answer is yes. And we've seen that over the course of the last three and a half seasons into our fourth full season now, of course. And I think Arsenal continue to move in the direction that I want them to, which is towards winning titles and getting closer to that. We could progress past Porto in the Champions League, of course, and be in a first quarter final of the Champions League for the first time in more than a decade. And of course, this, we hope, is going to be a second successive title challenge. But we'll wait. By the way, it's it's as we've talked about before, my understanding is that no decision has yet been made Um if they are to renew his deal, um, it will be intriguing to get the reaction from that. And they will perhaps be taking something of a risk to make that decision so early. But everything I've heard is that the club are pretty chill and relaxed about the contract situation at the moment. So I just want to stress that's that's what I've heard on that side of things. Uh, Damien says, some reactions from Liverpool's fans is hugely over the top. People saying it's the most heartbreaking moment of their lives. Either way, you're exaggerating or you've led a very blessed life so far. Some people are... And look at football in a very, very different way to to others. Football is everything to so many people. It's a huge part of my life. And to be honest, football used to be more important to me than it is today. I've actually become, in some ways, more um, detached. And I've learned to detach myself from the sport so that if things aren't going well, I can still lead a very fulfilling and happy life. Um, but football, for so many, is is a massive, massive part of their lives. And without it, or whatever happens within it, dictates every single emotion they have. I empathise with that point of view because I've been there. I've been in that position. I've actually taken the decision to grow myself out of that um, so that football does not dictate so much of my own emotion and uh, the way in which I feel on a day-to-day basis. But I do, Damien, to a degree, empathise with why people are very, very upset on the Liverpool side of things of why Klopp is leaving. He's done an amazing job and uh, become one of the second top three easily at the moment managers in the world that's going to be very difficult to see your club move on from Uh, Cortez says I think the club will wait to announce the renewal of Arteta's contract because of our current run of form I would wait until the end of the season until any renewal is offered Uh, Jonas says Tom Catherine Turam is smashing it on my Arsenal foot manager maybe we should sign him (laughs) that's all you need all you need to sign a player is that they do well on man at foot manager, of course. Uh, Matt G said, with Klopp's backroom staff leaving, um, would you take uh, Pepin, Pepine? Pepine? I'm not sure how you pronounce it correctly. Elinger's um, as Arteta's assistant. Um, well, Arteta's got his coaching staff. I don't think we're on the lookout for an assistant, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, we at the moment we don't. I, I don't foresee any kind of coaching staff changes happening right now. It seems they're very 
happy with the way things are and the structure of how things are. Derek says, do you have any TGT hats left? Sadly not. We have taken a pause and we have been taking a pause for quite some time on a merchandise. Um, our last manufacturer that we were working with uh, sadly had to move on because they were obviously doing other things. And uh, and so that, that deal that we had came to an end. But I guess I am on the lookout. If you know any people, there's been suggestions of people wanting to do things, but nothing's really moved so far. So um if people are aware and do run i like to support kind of local businesses in this sort of thing so if you're aware of that or you're a listener and you're based here in the uk and you can do things like global shipping at times and stuff like that do get in touch i'll be interested to hear um your thoughts on on potentially moving ahead with some more tgt merchandise always it's it's nice to see people wanting to to rep the brand so yeah reach out i'll be very uh, very up for having a a chat about that um Let's go, uh, <laughs> uh, Ryan, of course, who is our resident Liverpool fan in the chat, says he's also a special man, even more so than a manager. And I think, of course, that that relationship you have with the person, it's more than just, just him being a manager. And he's, he's Jurgen Klopp is a very likable guy. Not for everyone. I get people don't, some people don't like him. I personally do. I really like Jurgen Klopp. I think that he's a, um, a really entertaining and intriguing person to talk to. I've had brief conversations. I've had brief, you know, passing um, words with him in mix zones and things like that when Arsenal have played Liverpool. And he's always very, very professional, very nice to to speak to. So, yeah, uh, I, I it's it's uh, it's a very interesting move. This that I, I really am intrigued to see how Liverpool move on from this situation. Uh, Jacques, my captain says, do you have any predictions on how many points would take to win the league? I think it will still be low nineties. I think that's still potentially what we'll expect to see. So that's why I'm struggling to see Arsenal getting that many points this season. But I guess we'll have to wait and see. In fact, how many points can Arsenal even pick up over the course of the rest of the season? Sorry, I'm sure that is going to be a really interesting uh, thing to see. How many... So we've got, what, 38? How many? 17 games left. So that's 51 points. Um, yeah, we can get 94, a maximum of 94 points uh, for the rest of the season. We would have to win all the rest of our 17 games to do that. Very hard, very, very hard indeed to to do that. Alvamod says, looks like Partey is on his way back. Any news on Timber? Also, any chance of a last-minute signing in January? Uh, I I think that the, the signing thing is obviously very, very unlikely. Uh, I said that if we do sign a um, if we do sign a a, a loanee, it will be I think deadline day would be when it would happen. But I'm not sure if it will. I'm really not confident that it will. And um, the other part of the question was, of course, Partey on his way back. Uh, any news on Timber? Still, he re- he continues his rehab. I'd, I've said March for quite some time. I expect it to be March. If he comes back in February, amazing. But I think March is probably the most likely situation. Uh, Soph in the chat box. Nice to see you, So Thank you for joining us. Klopp says, uh, Klopp is a nicer human to interact with than Arteta, says Sophie. Of course, Sophie has, had the, uh, has been able to, I, I think, interact with both. Um, I know that you've been able to interact with Arteta. I don't know about Klopp. I'm, I'm sure you have. <laughs> so, um, but um, Arteta, as I've talked about before, can be very cold at times. You know, if he's not in the right mood during a press conference, it can be intimidating speaking to Arteta. Sometimes it can be hard to get the answer for the. Um, it can be hard to get an answer for certain questions that you want. And you can almost tell within the first few moments of seeing him in a press conference, Arteta, what type of presser you're going to have. Um, it can be great. It can be really good. 
and he can be very jokey and uh you know i've i've had the old question that's, that's that's brought a smile to his face at times in in presses but i was the guy in that newcastle press conference that asked the question that he's you know turned around and said that he's sick um and i've been on the receiving end of of his anger after those newcastle games but you can understand why there'll be anger Jurgen klopp can also be very snappy with reporters i remember i think i remember Jurgen klopp having to apologize once in a press conference for to one of the journalists and the presser so you know people get angry at the end of the day it's we're human and and it happens but i think klopp is obviously with more experience in the game and in england as well at managing uh you'd expect him to to have that greater perhaps empathy on the side of things when when answering questions but he does seem somewhat tired and so far do you have more respect for klopp's achievements in the premier league than for peps it's a really good question Pep Guardiola for me is the best manager in the world and probably the best manager of my generation that I can think of. And I do think he's a better manager than, you know, you're not going to like this because you're going to say, I've, but I think he is a better manager than Arsene Wenger. Um, Arsene Wenger for me was an amazing coach that revolutionized football. But the, the, for now, I have, to, I have to look at Peppers for me, what he did at Barca, what he did in the Barca Youth Academy. I've never seen someone been able to transform Bayern Munich from what they were. Yes, he didn't win a Champions League there, sure. But the way in which he changed that club's philosophy in the way that he did was unbelievably underrated. He's gone to Manchester City and he has obviously won the Champions League there and, and, and won that with them and won countless titles over countless seasons. And Jurgen Klopp's successes, the Premier League title he won, of course, came in that COVID season. The Champions League he won. He beat Tottenham Hotspur in the final. Um, I know there's things going around at the moment kind of discrediting those achievements in some ways. But it's difficult right now. But there will be, of course, Sophie, I think an argument that come the end of this investigation and the alleged breaches that they're facing at City, that could change things. That could change things a lot because it would put an asterisk next to all of those Man City achievements if indeed they are found guilty of any of these alleged breaches so that i think would change things so you may need to ask me this question in 2025 which is expected to be when we'll get the announcement about those man city allegations um derek says Arteta is so young in comparison to klopp also first job as uh, as a boss at arsenal so much pressure learning and handling the pressure and so well thus far have patience folks grace and patience indeed um talk says we will win 16 and draw one in the remaining fixtures <laughs> i'll be interesting to see if we can do that um magambo says i will call pep guardiola a good manager if he wins the league somewhere with a team that has a budget uh, i don't respect managers who go unlimited well go and look at what he did at barca b magambo um and then you might find some more respect for him uh patrick says hopefully timber still has some pace um the has the same pace etc i remember eduardo coming back but not having the same pace and confidence of movement as before Hope fans have patience with Timber. Um, I, I do hope that there is patience in the way in which Timber comes back because he's come back from a very, very difficult uh, injury to um, to recover from. Very difficult indeed. Uh, Song Soup says, personally, Klopp is better for me. Pep uh, had an unlimited budget, plus the greatest collection of youth players the world has ever seen, and including Messi. Um, I always find it very... Uh, disparaging of Pep whenever he's talked about the things that he's been given like money or like uh 
the youth players that he's ultimately developed because I think it comes from a position which actually is quite naive to what a coach does and what a coach has to do. Coaches can be blessed with the best resources in the world and not succeed. There's countless examples of that. You look at Tata Martino at Barcelona as a great example. Um, and I think that there is opportunities to find out really what a manager is made of when they move to countless leagues and are still successful. Uh, you've seen Thomas Tuchel move to Bayern Munich and only just win the Bundesliga Um I was on not the Bundesliga, sorry. You've seen him come to the Bundesliga this season, sorry. And uh, at the moment, Bayer Leverkusen are leading the way. And if he isn't to win it with Bayern this season, again, it's a highlight in that it's, it takes more than just having a re- the best, supposed best team in the league to, to win things. You have to be a very good manager as well. On top of that, and I think Pep's consistency over every single club he's managed is just out of this world. Absolutely out of this world. I'd recommend watching... Um, the Barcelona documentary that um, Graham Hunter um, put together. It's an amazing documentary that I'd recommend watching to give you a really good insight into Pep Guardiola's management um, of Barcelona as a club and what he did there as a club as well. Um, Maximir says, it's a misconception that Pep does not do well with average talents. What was Rodri, Bernardo, Walker, Gundogan and so many other players before joining City, even De Bruyne? I think, I'm not sure you've used the best examples, Maximus, to be honest. Gundogan was an excellent player at um, at Dortmund. Bernardo Silva is a better example. Obviously, he was at Monaco and playing really, really well, but he's turned him into one of the best players the Premier League has ever seen, in my opinion. Bernardo Silva is an unbelievable player that's incredibly underrated still for me. Rodri was very good at Atleti, um, but has become the best offensive midfielder, arguably, in the world playing under Pep. So that's a better example. De Bruyne was having an amazing season at Wolfsburg when he joined them and it was only a matter of time until somebody snapped him up and Man City did, but he inherited KDB and uh, despite KDB already being pretty good previous to Pep coming in, of course he has become a Premier League legend, living legend De Bruyne um, under Pep as well. But I think there are other examples um, that you could probably point to over the years that Pep Guardiola has looked at and been able to, I mean, Fabian Delph, what the, the, not the, um, the role he played in some of their winning seasons. I never saw Fabian Delft becoming a, a key part of a Man City side, but he became a left-back at times for them and played that system um, for them. And Nathan Ake, I think, is a fantastic example of somebody that's completely become a world-class defender um, under Pep's um, tutelage. So I think there are a number of, of examples out there that maybe build upon some of those suggestions there, Maximius. Um, let's go to uh, Hussein Iniat says the managers before Pepper City had the same budget and were nowhere close to him. He is the greatest manager of our generation. It's a really good point. You look at what happened before City, before Pep arrived. Um, Derek says it'll be interesting when how many players Leverkusen sell this summer after likely winning the Bundesliga. If they sell a lot of their talent, could they see Xabi Alonso leaving? The answer is probably yes. Uh, Elena says, uh, is Gabriel injured? Uh, he's not been spotted. He has been carrying a knock since that game against uh, Crystal Palace. So, yeah, I'd I, I be I wouldn't be surprised if he isn't in the team to play against Forest because I think that he is carrying a little bit of a knock. Don't know how serious it is. We'll hear from Mikel Arteta on Monday uh, in his press conference. So, yeah, let's wait and see what Arteta has to say uh, come Monday next week about Gabriel's situation. But he is and has been carrying something of a knock since that game. Against Palace, uh, Kivior, of course, is ready to come in and play left centre-back. You've got Stin Zinchenko still there too. It's worth pointing out. Um, I am going to 
end the show there. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for l- listening and tuning in, as always. Uh, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your weekend. I know there's no Arsenal to satisfy your appetite, but, you know, Spurs are out of another competition, so we can all laugh at that. And uh, and we watch other teams like Chelsea have to play more games. They have a replay against Villa at Villa. Um, there's, there's loads of draws last night, in fact, wasn't there? But we've got more games this weekend to, I suppose, enjoy, in, in inverted quotation marks. But, uh, yeah, let's wait and see what happens. Uh, let's see if we find ourselves having Partey available for the game on Tuesday. I look forward to, to seeing what will hopefully be one of the key returners of the campaign. If you could drop a like on the video before you go, that would be really appreciated, especially on a Sunday. It's our quietest day of the week in terms of listeners. Um, so if you could drop a like on the video, that is definitely going to help us out. Um, but thank you for listening as always. Uh, have a fantastic rest of your weekend. Enjoy yourselves. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.